So ding hole. Ding hole, yeah. Penis hole. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Poop body. Poop body. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wow, everyone, you're back for more Introvert's Guide to the Universe. We are your hosts for this fine, fine show. I am Francis, a.k.a. The other guy right over there is Miss EVP. Hey, E. Yo, what's up? She is uh, rocking and jocking and whatever those words mean. I don't know. What does jocking mean? I don't know. <laughs> 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 I don't know. <laughs> so off. <laughs> it could it could mean any it could mean anything, but it'd be better. Be any better. anything, okay? Yeah, let's let's not let's not think about what the, that word means. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, thanks for for coming back for our brand new show. We're so happy to have you. Uh, if you've been listening, uh, we are. You know what the show is about. We are talking about living the life of being an introvert and being your guide as we traverse everything. And how weird the world is, because the world is weird, <laughs> how we're weird, and um, so far, so good. We've had uh, some, we, we've had pe- feedback from at least one person so far saying that uh, they enjoy the show, and uh, um, thank you for that, and hopefully you'll enjoy Yay. all the others. Yeah. Uh, the real star, of course, is E right over here. So how you been doing, E? What's been going on? Uh, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> What have you been up to? <laughs> I, I guess nothing. <laughs> it's fine. You know, it's all good. The show is... Uh, see, uh, if anyone who's listening to this are like, man, I really want to understand the introvert. I don't understand, like, why they are the way they are. We're private people. You know, we don't we don't uh, share our everyday lives just for you folk on here. Well, I do uh, on my other podcasts. But eat. You know. Yeah. But I don't know about that. Yeah. Well, you know, whatever. I mean, it's perfectly fine. Uh, I think uh, I think it's cool that we get to share some of our stories. And we do. Uh, we have a topic. Every yeah, we week. share a little bit here and there. Yeah, and you'll get to know us as we as we continue to click our pens and. Um, <laughs> so sorry about that. <laughs> and uh, discuss kind of the topic of the week. Uh, each I need week- a, like a fidget spinner. <laughs> Uh, they don't, I, you know what? I, I need something to do. What about those things that's like, you can like. The fidget cube. Yeah. It's a cube. Click it and like flick it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What is that? It's the, it's called the fidget cube. Yeah. Really? Yeah. It's called the fidget cube. Yeah. How unoriginal. Uh, but the, 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 the thing with the fidget, um, cube, it's loud. You hear every click, but, uh, it definitely helps. Well, look, we're, we're working on get you, getting you better equipment anyway. So soon you'll have a studio and. Um, you'll have yeah the, a whole studio, you know, like the, a padded room and all. Exactly, you'll have the popcorn on the walls so that you can yeah you'll you'll be you'll be clean. Build myself a tiny little hut. Why not? <laughs> Why the hell not? Let's let's build you a hut. Let's let's build you a nice little. Uh, can it be like underground, like an underground laboratory? You yes, of course. Why not with yeah. Bunsen burners and? Uh, but I bet you, like the internet would suck really bad. Well, I mean, you're gonna have like the internet go <laughs> up to the surface. You're not just gonna like, you know, <laughs> you're just not you're trying to pull a signal. You, you won't be able to text anymore. That's the only problem because you're going to be under like seven feet of concrete. 
um, protected from Dang. from the world. You wanted a bunker. I'm going to give you a bunker. Cool. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, so we'll, we'll make that happen. Well, yeah, uh, as you can see, we do like our privacy. We like our alone time. And this time around, uh, what we didn't do in our first few episodes was actually discuss in general kind of what it's like uh, for the average introvert. introvert. What does it mean to be an introvert? What does it entail? Um because being an introvert isn't always easy to spot. Uh, you did a personality. We well, you and I did a personality test a few like a month ago. Or yes, so. yeah. and it had like a bunch of little letters that meant something. Do you happen to remember what all your letters meant? Mine is INFJ, which is introversion, intuition, feeling, and judgment. Yeah, you like to judge. No. <laughs> I'm a judgy person. <laughs> you're, a judgy, you're a judgy person. It's all good. Uh, okay. So we already know what the intro, uh, introvert part. What's the N? You said it's intuition. What does that mean? Yeah, intuition. I don't know. <laughs> I'm intuitive. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know. I'm asking these kind of questions on the spot. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> I All right. <laughs> I just wrote it down on a piece of paper, dude. I didn't freaking like look up the <laughs> what it means. <laughs> All right. Well, okay. Um, INFJs, uh, we're called, we are the advocates, uh, according to the personality survey. And INFJs, um, we're weird people because we're not really all that introverted sometimes, right? We're kind of extroverted too. We're known as like the quiet extrovert, but mm-hmm. um, I feel like uh, we are true introverts just because we don't feed off of the energy. Like we can be energetic, mm-hmm. but we don't feed off of people's energy where we just like feel energized after we hang out. We have to like take some time and like decompress and recharge and, you know, like have our alone time. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're absolutely right. Um, I feel that I'm a little, I'm a little different in the sense of I get, I feed off of the energy of other introverts, you know, like if I know you're super introverted and, and wide eyed and introverted, um, I feed off that energy. Uh, I really love knowing that maybe I'm a little more extroverted than, than the people I'm with. And so you're an extrovert, yo, I can be, um, I really can be. Uh, th- no lie. Like I can, I can actually like lead a group if I need to. You know what I mean? I mean, that's what happened. You know, on our pilot episode, we talked about Nertacular. That's kind of what happened there. You know, people. You know, I was I was with a group of four other introverts, and I pretty much told you guys, "Hey, we're gonna go hang out tomorrow. <laughs> you know, we're gonna help. yeah, we're gonna hang out. <laughs> we're all gonna hang out. We're all gonna be friends." Yeah, I like pretty much forced the subject because um, I wanted you know. But I, I felt like, hey, I'm with people who um, I can push around and, and bully. No, I'm just wow. <laughs> no, no. But I was around. I was around people who I can feel comfortable, like saying, "Hey, let's go do this. Let's go do that. Let's go watch a movie." You know, that was the thing that we did. We watched a movie. We watched Wonder Woman. You know, we went out. Yeah, to, it was really good. Yeah, we went. Uh, we went out to In and Out. Yeah. Which, we made two people who have never tried in and out try in and out. Wait, who are the two people who didn't try in and out? Yo and Char. Oh, I'm a little surprised about Char not having had it uh, had in and out. But anyway, these are people you don't know. Don't worry about them. Um, <laughs> uh, but it, <laughs> uh, it's actually a good idea, actually, if you are one of those people who are curious what kind of person you are. I mean, this isn't 
the concrete. This is who you'll be. You'll never be anything else. You know? This is you can't steer clear of this. This is who you are. It's written in stone. <laughs> you can't <laughs> diverge from anything on this list. Once you take the test. That's you forever. Right. You have to print the certificate and then staple it to your clothing so that everyone yeah. knows. That- Tattoo it to your forehead. Exactly. Print it out. Put it on your wall. Well, because the funny thing is I used to be an INFP. I was more perceptive than I was judging. And then I guess now I'm all cynical and I judge everyone. Yeah, you judge everyone. I judge everyone. That's not – that's true actually. Um I went to a, I went to a Mormon temple with some people and judged a lot of people at the the, yeah, at the, at the at the Mormon temple. No, I, it's, not, it's fine. I, I wasn't judging them, but I, I was I was uh, surprised that everyone wore skirts, even the men. Um, anyway, <laughs> kilts. <laughs> the little, the little, uh, it was a special sect where they only wore kilts. <laughs> They're tactical kilts. Um, and it was a windy day too, so it wasn't it wasn't fun for everyone. Well, it was fun for some people. Um, anyway. So you want to know what you are? You should look it up. Just, just there, there's a lot of tests out there that kind of tell you, hey, this is what, based on your answers, this is what we think you are, <clears throat> and it's better than any like astrology thing where you just you're born on a day and you're apparently this way. Well, because you try and answer the questions as truthfully as possible. Yeah, because it's you know. Not a BuzzFeed quiz, though. No, it's not. No, it's not a BuzzFeed quiz. <laughs> it seems pretty accurate. Like, um, there were parts of it that I felt like really spoke to me. Like, yeah, that is me. That's how I act, or that's how I am. Yeah, I, I mean, like, yeah. So you think you are then that INFJ really is your? You would tattoo it to your forehead. <laughs> I mean, well, I, mean I, I don't know if I would be like this forever. I don't know how I'm going to be when I'm like 40. Sure. That's true. Again, we all change. I changed. You know, I, I, I'm not. Yeah. From percepted to judgmental. Yeah. And I am. I think, look, here's the thing. They give you percentages too. So they kind of tell you like, hey, how perceptive, you know, what are you? Yeah. How perceptive can you be? Uh, you know, if you're intuitive, you know, how intuitive are you? Are you paying attention to people? You know, what's your feelings? How are you? How are you with your feelings? Um, I'm a very feely person. Uh, I'm very much about feelings than thought, you know, or logic. I think is the other one. What's the other one? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, there's other. You know, uh, there are other aspects in which you can be, and and I think there's like sixteen total. Yeah, there's types. sixteen. Yeah, and combinations. Yeah, and and you know it, it breaks it down into like what your strengths and weaknesses are, what your romantic uh, relationship should be like, your friendships, things like that, parenthood, career paths. You know, it gives you a, a good breakdown. But it, it to really get an insight, you know, because again, everyone's different. To really get an insight of it, you really have to, you know, you really have to know the introvert. Because I think a lot of people look at introverts and think like, you know, oh, they should just whatever. Uh, Matt, the word, the, the term I always hear. And it's still being used today, even though I thought we were getting progressive, is the words man up. Just man up. You know, don't have feelings. Don't think, you know, like men don't feel, they don't cry, they don't do this stuff. They are tough. They're made of tougher stuff. And I and I grew up that way, you know. Um I I didn't really have like I had I mean I, my dad was there around, but he wasn't like tough. He was silent, he was quiet, he didn't um he didn't mm-hmm. do a lot of expressive emotive things. So for me, I didn't really know what it was like, you know, because he wasn't into 
sports or anything. He was a, he's a science guy. You know, he's into engineering. Like that's his thing. Right. But he wasn't, I, I was confused because I was told I needed to be this one way. And I only learned how to be like quiet and reserved and watch people. You know, in high school, I made a friend who at first thought I was just an asshole. <laughs> like his first impression <laughs> of me was like, Oh man, look at this guy just standing back, like not saying anything while we just have fun. He's such a, what a dick. Like he's not even like interacting with us or talking with us. He's just How does that make there. you a dick though? Because he thought I was like judging them, you know, like I was judging the people I was watching. It's like, no, I'm just, I'm just quiet. I'm shy. I didn't you just wanna- have RBF. Can you, what? <laughs> Is that? Resting bitch face. Oh, that's right. Yes, yes. I have resting bitch. Well, yeah. No, I developed resting bitch face. I didn't originally have resting. Well, maybe I did. Maybe I did. But he, yeah, he thought, man, you know, he, he just thought I was just a horrible human being. And then we became like the closest of friends um, afterwards. But it's mostly because I, it's hard to, it's hard to get to know an introvert. Like how open are you to new people? Uh, you mean emotionally? <laughs> no, 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 just about your life. <laughs> or, no, no, just about, what? I mean, okay, let's start. Okay, let's go from emotionally because you brought it up. Emotionally, how open are you with other people? Not very. Okay. Um, how about just like. Um, a- yeah, I don't talk to anybody about anything personal um, unless I feel like um, they're not going to judge me or. Um, <laughs> I feel like they're a cool person and I could get along with them. <laughs> well, that's a very generic thing to say. Like, ah, I think they're cool. Like, anyone can be cool. Well, no, I mean, um, like, you have the same vibe or, like, the same frequency. <laughs> and, like, there were people that I thought were cool, but then, like, they would do weird things. Like, I would say something and they would not understand what I'm saying and turn it around. And you know how, like, when you respond to somebody, you try and like commiserate their commiseration was completely off. Like that wasn't what I was saying at all. So it kind of felt like there was a disconnect, like those kinds of things. Like it's, I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. After the, you know, after the few months I've known you, you have your own language. (laughs) You know, you you say things I've never heard of before. Um, Like if you heard the intro, (laughs) To this podcast, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. I've never heard those terms before. So for me, I, like I needed an explanation. I was like, what does that mean? Does that mean you, you, you feel like pee? Like, what does that mean? You, you're, you have, um, you know, something wrong with your prostate or something. Like, what's going on? Like, I didn't know what that meant. You know, like I didn't know what was going on. And so, I mean, when I was texting you, I was like, what does this mean? What does this mean? I needed explanation because you were using a language I wasn't familiar with. And I think a lot of people, well, and I think that's where it kind of gets complicated. You know, we want people as intuitive as we are. You know, we get people, you know, we understand people because we are using our other senses to kind of get where they're coming from. You know what I mean? Like we're yeah. using our other powers, quote unquote powers, you know, uh, to, to try to understand like, Oh, okay. This is what our they sense of smell. Yes. <laughs> we, we like to just walk up to people and sniff them and hopefully. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like dog status. Yeah. And then we'll just lick their arm and they're like, Oh, gotcha. All right. I, I gotcha. I understand you. Yeah. But like, <laughs> but that's kind of like how we approach people we're a lot less about asking questions and more like well how did they answer oh well okay they answered a certain way huh well what did they mean by that well yeah also about uh like um body language do you tend to pay more attention to body language than what they're saying i do i do um 
And it actually confuses me more because body language to me, because, okay, for instance, if somebody is having a conversation with me and they maintain eye contact the entire time, either they're very good as a conversationalist or they're actually interested in the person, like not interested in, the, in a romantic way or but they're interested in a way that they're, you know, and it could be romantic. You never know. But I'm saying, but you, you, it, it's hard for me to tell. But I always look like, how close are they standing to me? Oh, they're comfortable because they're like, our butts are touching pretty much. They're standing so close to me. You know what I mean? What like, the frick? How do you talk to people back to back? No, 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 no. But I'm like, like people, because uh, people have boundaries. Right? People have personal boundaries, right? They have, they have these. Invis- yeah, I just talk to people normally, butt to butt. You know? <laughs> no, but like, no, I'm just saying. Like, it's not like face to face. That's how I know we're close, is because your butt's touching my butt, <laughs> and we can keep the conversation going. <laughs> yeah, we're both twerking at the same time, or like it's it's how we it's how we communicate. <laughs> <laughs> we use Morse code by the way our ass claps. You know that's how we do it. We do ass Dang, clap Morse code. You got some mad skills if you can make your ass clap. <laughs> I just I look. I'm not on that level yet. You know you got to work your way up. It's the language of my people. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> Okay, maybe not butt to butt, but like you can tell when you can, I don't know, when they, uh, so for me, I'm, I'm, I understand personal boundaries. I understand that people have a little cone of protection around them where if you step too close, you want to step back. You want to, you want to step back a little bit and you, you know, they, 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 you could tell that they want you a distance from you. But then there's other people mm-hmm. who are just so comfortable that you can They don't know what a bubble is. Like they just get into your bubble. Those are those, And you have to deal with it. Like you step back. Yeah. But they keep coming forward. Mm-hmm. Isn't that dancing? <laughs> no. Not necessarily. Well, if you're having a conversation, you're not dancing. That's true. It's really hard to maintain a conversation while dancing. That's true. That's true. I've tried. I've tried. Yeah, I was doing the electric shuffle and then just trying to have a conversation with the people around me. It didn't work. I don't know, is that a thing? <laughs> but uh, no, no, seriously though, like, I think that's the, that, I think that's how, what separates introverts from extroverts. Introverts have a big cone of, hey, stay out of the zone. Within the zone, it's like, within the zone, you want to just kind of say, uh, please don't get, get too close to me. And I know, so I have a friend of mine who doesn't understand the concept of personal boundaries. And sometimes I have on occasion brushed up against his junk because he's standing right behind me. <laughs> and I'm just like, I'll turn to talk to him. And my, you were trying to like twerk, right? You were trying to do butt to butt, but he didn't get the message. <laughs> he didn't get the message. He didn't get the message that you gotta, you know, you gotta <laughs> bend down low, bend over, make your knees touch your elbows, you know, like you don't, you didn't know any of this stuff. But so I turn around and like my shoulders like brushing his erection or something. And I'm just like, hey man. <laughs> Why does he have an erection? I don't know. I think he really likes I think he really loves standing really close to people. <laughs> I don't know. It's just exciting. It's, just it's exciting. an exciting, <laughs> exhilarating experience. He loves it. So he just doesn't understand, like, I need my space. And he does this constantly. And it's always when I'm sitting down. And it's always with his crotch in my face. <laughs> 
<laughs> how does he? How does he get his crotch? Like, how do you brush up against his erection? <laughs> okay. If you're freaking sitting down, this is not adding okay, up. So I'm like, sitting in a chair. Were you sitting in his lap? No, no, no. I'll, I'll be sitting in a chair, and he'll stand. Like, he, he, when he stands, I'm sitting. My shoulder is probably a crotch level. And he'll look over something that I'm doing on a computer or on a laptop or something. And I'll turn around to talk to him. And it's just like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like uh, oh, hey. And so what can I do other than just be like... And I respect, like, look, when I talk to him, I, I keep a distance, you know, if I need to, if I need to look over his shoulder for whatever reason, I'm far enough away so that if he turns around, he's not like, you know, rubbing up against me. Mm-hmm. I appreciate the fact that we have cones. And I think because he's an extrovert, the, the dude's an extrovert, you know, we, I'm not saying extroverts are self-centered, but um, they don't, they don't always think about the people around them necessarily because they're in their ro- their own world. Introverts and intuitive people like us are constantly, like you're constantly thinking about like, what does that other per- person think of me? What does that other person, like, you want to know what their thoughts are usually, right? Am I right or wrong? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I want to be able to read their mind. Exactly. And I do too. Like, I always want to know what's going on in the mind of the person I'm talking with because I honestly believe that they're talking shit no 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 no, 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 no. i don't believe that i don't believe that otherwise i don't think we could do this podcast there e because you know i talk to you a lot and i don't think you're talking shit behind my back or anything or in your head i guess but um yeah you know i, I i'm but i'm worried you know I, I worry you know it's part of it's it's still the, the remnants of my feeling part you know uh, I, i'm still thinking like oh, i don't want to i don't want to piss this person off i like this person i don't want to hurt their feelings, but I also don't want to annoy them either. Yeah. Because I'm, you know, I, 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 uh, I don't know. I, I just don't want to <laughs> plain and simple. Plain just, and simple. Yeah. So it's, it's sometimes hard to talk to an introvert too, because introverts, we aren't, it, it's hard to kind of pry information from us sometimes, you know, we, we're not yeah, always, when I talk to introverts, there are times when I will ask a question and I'm expecting a long, thought-out, drawn-out answer, and they will give me a single-word answer, and that's it. And I'm confused. I don't know. A lot of I don't knows. That's just me. <laughs> <laughs> that's not every introvert. <laughs> no, no. You, you, um, I think it's because some introverts. I mean, this is we're not going to blanket every introvert, but some introverts. Yeah, it's not everyone. Yeah. But some introverts, um, and you might see it as a pattern because, again, introverts – I mean, the word exists for a reason because there's a pattern in behavior. You know, we, we all kind of similarly – we all kind of act the same sort of. But introverts, yeah, you kind of like – you kind of want if, – like if you want somebody to get to know you, you want them to really work for it. <laughs> you want them to, to, to work to get that information out of you. For, work, work, work. <laughs> yes. You ain't got to put in work, work. Well, for instance, like a lot of people don't really, I'm pretty open, you know, I'm a fairly open book. I like to think at least, but it's up to the person who I'm talking to, to actually ask the questions. They have to ask the questions. They have to be willing to uh, pry a little and then I'll be open. Just a wee bit. I don't know. Like, what about you? Like, how does someone, do you answer questions? Oh, I, I, I prefer it when people ask me questions because I don't feel like it's proper for me to just drop like a bunch of info on them without them 
wondering about it. Like, I don't know. No, you're right. I mean, that's where I'm coming from. It's like, how do you, how do we? Now they'll tell you a whole story about their lives and you're like, that was completely unsolicited, but I liked it. Yeah. It was interesting. Yeah. 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 Some people. But are that's, just, yeah. that's not me though. I, I can't just drop all that information without someone prying it from me. Like, oh yeah, so what's your favorite color? I'm not going to just say it out loud for no reason. (laughs) Red, blue. (laughs) Yeah, red, crimson. No, Um, no, 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 no. It's red, it's blue. (laughs) It's red and it's blue. And it's purple and it's It's orange. It's not blue. It's purple, it's orange, it's red, and it's, it's blue. It's midnight blue, oh, crimson, and eminence. What's the other one? The eminence is which one? The brownish orange, or is that the purple? That's the purple. The orangish is burnt sienna. Burnt sienna, yeah. <sighs> anyway, so we, you know, we, we, sometimes we have to work for that information. We're not ready, to, we're not freely willing to give that up. And that's kind of something that you have to be aware of when you're talking about Why it. Why is that, though? Sometimes I want to be extroverted in the sense that I can just drop information and it's cool and it doesn't sound completely awkward. And because it feels like extroverted people can tell intuitively when it's okay to drop that kind of information. Like it's never awkward. I've never been around an extroverted person where it's awkward when they tell, share this information. And it always feels like everyone enjoys it. So. It's without people like prying it out of them. You know what you you want to know what the you know what the secret is confidence. When somebody's confident about themselves and they provide information, you get interested. You're like, oh, look at this guy. Look at this guy with all the with all the confidence here. Girl, of course, just with all this confidence here. Like they're just telling story. They're just dropping just like these funny stories, and they're great. And we eat it up, and we eat it up because the person's likable. Not to say that introverts aren't likable, but it takes yeah. longer for us to to really. You'd have to be in a smaller group and you'd have to get to know the people first. Yeah. I've got in order for your true self to come out. Oh, for sure. Um, I go to conventions. I used to go to conventions all the time by myself. I would talk to no one. I'd sit in a little corner at a, you know, at a panel, just watch. Like I wouldn't talk to anybody. You know, somebody would come up to me and ask me a question. I'm like, uh, uh-huh, here's your information. And then I'll walk off and I don't want to talk to them anymore. You know what I mean? Like I leave these people alone. And that's what I, I mean, because it, it, it's uncomfortable and it's weird. If I was an extrovert, I was, you know, my ex-in-law was an extrovert to the extreme. He would be in a line at Walmart, turn around and have like the longest, most deep conversation with the person behind him in line exactly. at Walmart. Exactly. It's so weird. It's like, how do you do that? I don't know. How do you go up to somebody and just talk? But he was, he is so personable. He is the nicest guy, you know, and he, he had the, you know, he always has the biggest smile to give you. He's just, and he, when he tells the story, he always tells it in a way that's humorous, that's funny and, and, and gets the other person to talk back. That's the hard part is to get the other person. To exactly. Talk back. And yeah. then they end up sharing like real deep, dark secrets or not even real deep dark secrets, but just, you know, stories about their life and stuff that they can relate to the story that that's been told. Mm-hmm. I, I, for me, it's hard to think of that stuff. Like I'll be told, the, you know, I'll be told the story. I'm not very good at improv. You know what I mean? Like I just can't. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I just can't. Not think. you. I mean, also for me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, she's throwing shade at me already. Jeez. <laughs> I know. Right. Um, no, like I don't, I can't do 
I mean, I used to be in drama in high school, which is the funny part. And I had to do improv in high school. So, like, I, I used to do that stuff. I can't – it's hard for me now to kind of think, like, on the spot, okay, I'm going to say this thing. And it's going to be funny or it's going to be an interesting. It's hard because you're, you're right. You, yeah, it has to be pretty planned out. Well, then it, I, I think it doesn't have to be planned out. I think it just has to be delivered with just the confidence of a thousand sons because that's how I approached <laughs> – it's how I approached your group at Nertacular was, okay, here's some quiet geeks who I'm pretty sure I can feed off of them and be like, I was, I talked a lot with our group. Like I, I would not shut up, you know, until it was like smaller groups, like it was smaller individual groups, one-on-one or, you know, a few of us together. It was easier to kind of have everyone talk, but I talked a lot. You know? Yeah, you did talk a lot. Yeah. You, you took up the majority of the conversation. I did. And I was pushed, but, and I was asking questions. And sometimes it was like prying teeth. <laughs> sometimes I would yeah, ask. Yeah, there were people who in the group who were like, uh. What's your favorite? And movie? it was very basic questions, too. It wasn't even like, what's your deepest, darkest secret? It was, what's your favorite movie? Yeah. And everyone was like, uh, I don't know if I can tell you that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, that. it's the password for my bank information. Right? <laughs> I'm going to take this one to the grave. I'm sorry. I can't tell you what your favorite movie is. I can't tell you that my favorite movie is Blade. You know, it's right. not. <laughs> and it's yeah, everyone's favorite movie is Blade. Come on now. Don't go. <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah, no, seriously, it, it was, it, it was a little hard and I really tried my best to kind of get that information out of you guys. You know, I really wanted to get to know all of you. Well, for the most part, you know, I mean, a couple of you, I, I mean, I'm not gonna, never going to see again. So I understood. I understood that already. Like I understood that a few of them were like, this will be a good time for now. Like it's always good to get to know a person in the there and now and make mm-hmm. and, and feel like a part of a, a part of a, a tribe. A group. Yeah. And so I did a lot of that talking. I, there's another group of people that I, I kind of hang out with a lot um, that I do panels with. I talk a lot when I'm around them because they're also introverts and they don't really like unless they know you. And they they're knowing they know me enough now. But when I first got when I first met them, I just would not stop talking. I just refused to shut up. But nowadays, like it's we all have a conversation. It's perfectly fine back and forth. You and I have a conversation back and forth. Like I think I dominate with you doing most of the talking. <laughs> I, I give you a chance. I know, but I don't know how to talk. I, I think it's something that's you have, the thing. I think it's something you have to build up to because you know we talk. Look, I mean, here's some here's some behind the scenes inside baseball stuff. Like we, we're, I, I, you know, over a shorter period of time, I think, you know, E and I have become pretty close. But a lot of our conversations are stuff that aren't allowed for the radio. You know what I mean? Like a lot that of sounds this, horrible. <laughs> no, no, but like it's not like in a like it's just it's our lives. Like we talk about our lives, and we're not just going to be like, hey, by the way, you know, um, uh, I just extracted syphilis the other day or whatever. You know, like that's not something you're going to talk about. Wow. <laughs> I'm just making. Hey, look, I I haven't touched another human being in a long time, so it's not like that. It's not like that's not like that's going to happen to me, but. You know, we a lot of the stuff that we talk about is fairly intimate for us, and it's not something. I mean, some people, extroverts, may be perfectly fine sharing the stories of like, you know, 
I mean, I share some pretty deep stories when I do my when I do my panel stuff, you know. And I'll That's share. That's for a different topic, though. Yeah, we'll talk about that later. But on here, you know, it's harder to kind of you know you're getting to know us. But we're not ready yet to to spill our guts about everything. So that's mm-hmm. why you, you don't really say, you know, like, you tell me a lot of stuff. You talk a lot, you know. I, well, you text a lot. <laughs> yeah, I text a lot. But that gives me a lot of time to think. Like you said, I'm not very good at improv or thinking on the spot. Yeah, me neither. I'm not. It's it gives – when I text, it gives me time to think through what I'm going to say. And yeah. I can express it and – reread it and see if that's what I really mean before I send it. Exactly. And I here, feel like the only time when that that's not the case, if I'm speaking to someone is if I'm drinking, which is bad. <laughs> no, it's fine. <laughs> that's what alcohol does. It, it, it loosens inhibitions. Loosens you. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's why I'm a little more loose today is because I'm having some of my, my fine, my fine grade hundred proof whiskey. 40%. 50%. Oh, it's 50%. <laughs> Rubbing alcohol? Oh, no. Uh, shout out to Knob Creek. Thanks for loosening my lips today. Uh, but uh, yeah, you know, we we don't have these instant stories to tell. And we don't know how to. And of course, the difference between you and me is I've been podcasting for the last seven years. <laughs> You've been podcasting for the last month. <laughs> like If that. <laughs> yeah. Like you haven't, you haven't done as much as I have. Like. I, I, I did podcasts where it was just me talking into a mic with no one else to talk to. And I spent the first three, and those were the ones where I spent three hours writing a script for me to say on the mic. And I sounded. You would do a script? I did. I did a script. Nice. I would write, yeah, I would write out everything. And it would always be about half, I wrote a half hour script for me to say on mic. And I did that for the first 20 episodes of my first podcast until an Irish guy says, I want to be your co-host. So it was super nice that somebody wanted to do that with me. And now I don't do podcast. I mean, I'm thinking of doing a, a solo podcast to kind of... Um, Bread and solo? I, I want to do a solo one to kind of just talk about the things that I don't really talk to about anybody else, you know? Whoa. Yeah. It's a lot of just like a deep dive on what goes on in the head of it. Because there's a lot of like, I, I don't think I've mentioned, and I'll mention it in the, I'll mention it in the second section, like what's going on with me. But you'll understand, like, you know, there's only a, there's only, there's only a couple people who I'm open with. You know, it's, it's very difficult to be open with people because I, yeah, I, you know, it's hard to trust. That's another thing. Trust, you know, for introverts, we don't necessarily trust everybody. Uh, because I feel like a lot of introverts, I'm, I'm not going to generalize, but no, some, for the most some. part, I, I, I've i seen a lot of introverts who are really sensitive. Yeah. And um, if they feel like they're getting judged, then they immediately close up. I experienced you know, that. Can't, <laughs> you, you put up a wall and... You don't want anyone to like come near you or be around you. You just want to pretty much go home <laughs> and stop talking to everyone in general. Um, I have moments where um, if I feel like I'm getting um, made fun of or teased on some level, I feel like I just want to like fall into a hole, which is curl up into a little ball and like roll into a hole somewhere. I'm with you. It's funny. I can dish it out. Sometimes I just can't take it because I will tease people. I like to tease people. Um, I tease people I like, but then when the teasing comes back to me, sometimes I just can't. <laughs> you just take it to heart and you're like, yeah. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I suck. 
most people <laughs> and the the funny thing is most people I am friends with have learned this. So they don't they don't tease me too hard, you know. They 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 wait till they see my eyes start watering and they're like, "Okay, I'll back off." <laughs> 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 All right, thanks guys. Uh, but uh yeah, I mean, it's it's not easy. It's definitely not easy. And I'm not saying, yeah, like, look, I'm just going to say for me and maybe for E, navigating through life as an introvert can get hard because we have stuff inside us we want to say. We have stuff inside us that we want to talk about and to be open with. We just don't really know how to do it. Exactly. And there's also times where I'll think of a comeback or something that I could have said to keep the conversation going after the fact, yeah. like 10 minutes later. And it'll be far too late. I can't go up to that person and say it now. <laughs> and that's part of the intuitive, intuitive feeling part is like we still we still think about the stuff that we said. Like I'll say stuff. You know, my job is I have to deal with a lot of people. You know, I deal with a lot of people on regular, you know, regular basis. And I'll say something. I still remember something I did like like a month and a half ago where one of the staff got mad at me for doing something that I thought was perfectly fine. But I learned that, okay, don't do that, which was knocking on a window. I was knocking on a window to kind of get somebody's attention because everyone was doing something. I'm like, well, I need to get someone's attention. I got to get out of here. And so I knocked on the window and the, the lady goes up and says, don't knock. We see you. And I'm like, I didn't know. Sorry. You know? And, and wow. I, yeah. And I still think about like, I should have done that differently. I should have known. And it's like, no, I shouldn't have. Like the logic in my mind says, no, I shouldn't have. I, why would I know that? Like why would right, I know? You don't know like their customs there, or but I still, they have company customs. Yeah, but I still beat myself up over it because I'm like I should have known. Oh, I should have done it differently, you know. And I do that all the time, all the time. I just replay. Yeah, I'll, I'll do that too. Just replay things in my head from weeks ago, and mm -hmm. it's like that person is definitely not thinking about that anymore, and you're oh, still no. thinking about it. The vast majority. The funny thing is, the vast the majority vast majority of people will not remember anything. Well, and the funny thing is, like, stuff will happen to us. Like, I bet you there's people who've done stuff to us who are still thinking about what they've done to us, and we've already forgotten it. <laughs> like you Except and I. Except for me, I remember it. Well, but you don't. But you may not know what it was. It could have been. Like, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I was gonna say, like, how do you know? <laughs> I was gonna challenge you to a duel. Um, <laughs> challenge me to the death? No, no. You just you know, get Yu-Gi-Oh cards and challenge you to a duel. Um, but anyway, da, 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 duel. <laughs> Yamu Yugi. This is this is why this is why E's my my co-host is because she says the right I thing know, at the right time. No, no, no. Just you're you're funny. Um, yeah, I don't I don't just co-host with anybody. I'm very selective. Actually, yeah, like my I have three regular co-hosts, and all of them like I'm so glad I get along with and like. They know me and I know them enough. And the one is getting on my nerves. It have to be like that. Otherwise, you can't have a connection or like a rapport or a back and forth. They would be just be you talking and the person staring at you awkwardly, not sure when to start talking. You'd be surprised. I listen to some podcasts where I'm like, why are these two together? <laughs> like, these two <laughs> have no chemistry. Um, and luckily, I have chemistry with everyone I, I, I co-host with. Not everyone has chemistry. It's just a thing. Like, it's just two people who want to do a thing and they don't necessarily have chemistry. I get it. Um, but anyway, uh, so there you go. I hope we, I hope, I mean, do you have anything else you want to say about introverts before we kind of move on to the next corner? Um, I would say one thing about introverts is if people who don't know introverts, they always feel the need to 
bring introverts out of their shells. Oh, thank you. Good. Nice. Yes, please. When Elaborate. it's like, we're fine. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, if I want to feel like I want to be a part of a group, because sometimes I do feel like I want to be um, extroverted. Sure. And I'll go out and, you know, try and make conversation. But that's only when I'm feeling very confident. And I've probably had a lot of rest and <laughs> time to like relax and get away from people for a while. Sure. Um, but other than that, if I'm like sitting alone, I'm happy by myself. I'm fine. Yeah. But there will be people who's like, Oh, just come, you know, come hang out with us. Or are you okay? Is everything all right? Um, are you feeling, you know, like whatever you're feeling, you can talk to me about it. And it's like, I just want to be by myself, mm-hmm. you know, like I want to read or listen to my music or just relax doesn't necessarily mean that I I don't like being around people. It's just sometimes I don't want to be around people. I, I 100% understand and relate. Um, whenever I, I – this is the ultimate dilemma for me. I'll get invited to do something. And my first instinct is to give an excuse why I can't go. Seriously, me too. <laughs> like, um, well, help me think of an excuse. Like, <laughs> exactly, yeah. I'll tell my siblings, like, help me think of an excuse, like a believable excuse. Yeah, because I'm like, I don't necessarily <laughs> really want to. Like, so yeah, that's the biggest conflict for me is like, I actually do want to hang out with people, but I also don't want to hang out with people. You know what I mean? <laughs> do, do you find yourself like making plans? And you're really excited about it. And then the day comes and you're like, crap, I really don't want to go. Yes. All the time. <laughs> All the time. Not if it's just me, though. Like if it's just me, which is usually the case. I don't – I actually don't go, often go out with people. But I'll – like there, there was recently a few months ago, like a bunch of us wanted to get together for lunch for one of my friend's birthdays. And it was planned out ahead. We, I knew weeks in advance. We was all, we were ready to go. And then the day came and I'm like, oh, man. <laughs> I don't really want to do I know you oh, I'm so tired like yeah. I just want to hang out by myself I want to watch TV But the fu- sometimes though that those thoughts are wrong you know if you're sometimes those thoughts aren't actually accurate cuz when I went I had an, I had a great time and it was really nice to be able to catch up with people Yeah I normally when I do go I always have a good time but it's just the initial like oh, I have to get out of the house I think that's what made it so great when I was in, you know, uh, I'll just briefly touch on being in a relationship. We'll have a whole episode, actually a a series of episodes uh, talking about relationships and love and relationships. Yeah. But, um, for the brief time, you know, for when, uh, when I was in, it was in a relationship. I really liked it because, um, even though I don't like hanging out with people, I was with someone I actually did like hanging out with. Mm-hmm. So it made it easier to hang out with other people because I had someone who was like my. Well, anchor. was she like introverted? No, she was an extrovert. <laughs> she was an extrovert. Um, okay, so then it sort of like it balanced out, and she was able to like take the lead socially. Yeah, uh, I've been with it. I if I were to pick, because I've been with I've been with introverts and I've been with extroverts, and they they have their own separate qualities uh, when it comes to socializing. And I don't prefer one or the other, you know, because, again, they both offer something completely different. Uh, But, you know, I I wouldn't mind someone who kind of knew the balance of introversion, extroversion. Like if someone – I wouldn't mind being with someone who understood that there is a way to do both Mm -hmm. Um, because I'm that way. You know, I know that there's a way to do both. Like if I'm with someone who's a who's straight up introvert, if they want to be like – 
I hope they want to be with me enough to where I'm like, if I say, hey, let's go do this thing. I'm like, oh, yeah, well, yeah, sure. And they genuinely want to do that thing because I'm doing it with them. I'm hoping that would be the case, but we never know. I, I may never know. <laughs> I never know. <laughs> I, we I, may I, never know. I may never know. I may never know. Um, but anyway, that's just uh, that's a whole other topic for a whole other show. Um, but you're right. Uh, I'm glad you brought that up. Anything else you want to bring up? Because I think um, I think you're you're definitely thinking of stuff I didn't even think about. So I was. Mm, that's really good. No. Okay. If we, uh, again, we're working to do other episodes. Um, I just feel like this is one that we should have done where we kind of just break down the generalities of, of what it's like to be an introvert. And then we'll get into specifics. Like in a few, in, in a month, we'll be doing parties. That's the, just the tease. Like we're going to do talk about how we are on parties. That'll be fun to talk about. Um, we're going to talk about how, um, there's a, there's, uh, creepy things right outside your, right outside your window. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Because I can see her window. <laughs> anyway, um, all right. Well, there you go. Let's start off. Uh, let's go with our cor- corner number one. Now, normally we would talk about like how do you fix this. Well, there's nothing. We're not going to talk about that with this because there's no pr- there's no problem. We're just kind of there's just, nothing wrong yeah. with being introverted. There's nothing wrong with. Me. I'm I'm a very proud introvert. Um, and I will talk more about it when we talk about. Oh, I guess our first corner then will be talking about like what we're what we've done recently. Like what are we into right now? So mm-hmm. E, what are you into? No, you share first because you have something more detailed. Oh, jeez. Fine. <laughs> um, I went to uh, San Francisco Comic-Con uh, over the Memorial Day weekend for a panel that I do with a group called Ordinary Nerd. It's called Escaping uh, – uh, using, using Nerd Culture to Escape. Uh, it's about mental illness and mental health and mm-hmm. uh, something that I don't often talk about on my podcast, but it comes up every once in a while is, yes, I am technically by a psychiatrist diagnosed with depression, PTSD, things like that. Uh, yes, I am. I, I do have depression. And I, it doesn't seem like it because I laugh and smile a lot and whatever. Mm-hmm. But depression is complicated. It's a weird thing. Yes, it is. And so we talk about this on the sh- uh, on on the. I'm an introvert too, which is you know kind of complicates things as well because that means that I won't necessarily reach out to anyone if I'm feeling particularly depressive. But this show, uh, this this panel is out is in a way to outreach to other people who are suffering the way we are because a lot it's hard. Mm-hmm. This is a hard life to live. Um, I wouldn't wish this on my worst enemy, you know. I, I want to, you know, I'm a, I'm a big fan of everyone being happy, go lucky. But right. uh, it, it, you know, we, me, and uh, two other people in our panel, we talk about our experiences. And like the first guy, he talked about his childhood and his traumatic his traumatic childhood, and why he won't go to the Philippines <laughs> because of his traumatic childhood. Mm-hmm. Um. This is all, we actually have video of it if you're interested. I'll give the link to the website at the end of the show. But if you're interested, you can go to this website. You can look at the video. Um, the whole panel's on there. Another one talked about their high school and how they were teased. And I talked about adulthood, um, even though I've had it since I was a child. And uh, I mean, because it's out there, I feel I feel comfortable kind of talking about like my attempt at suicide. Like I'm, I feel comfortable discussing that stuff because it's there's a stigma to it. You know, there's a stigma to depression. There's like there was some football player recently that tweeted like, "Depression doesn't exist. You're just sad. Like get over it." 
pretty much was he was get saying. up and run <laughs> yeah that's pretty much go he was, for a jog <laughs> pretty much that's what he was saying to like all the people who suffer from depression and he got a lot of backlash from celebrities and, and all sorts of people because he is a role model this dude is supposed to be a role model he's like mm-hmm. dissing this actual mental illness and so it's hard to talk about it so this panel was to kind of reach out to people and say you're not alone we all experience this stuff so when I say, hey, yeah, I tried to, you know, I, I, I went on, I spent months on, on Google researching like the most painless and easiest way to off myself. I'm not going to share that information, obviously, because I don't want anyone to do that. <laughs> but yeah. I, I've been there, you know, I mean, I still think, I think about that day where I almost actually did the thing. I think about that day all the time. Because it was a big deal. I would never have met E if I went through with it. Because this happened years ago. And that, that like, and I wouldn't have met my Irish co-host. And I wouldn't have met my Colorado co-host. You know, like, I wouldn't have met these people if I did what I did. Mm-hmm. Or if I didn't do what I did. So I really, really, really loved that this panel allows me to be an extrovert. Because if there's a mic in front of my mouth, I will talk and I will try to be funny. Kind of tries tries <laughs> yeah. to be funny. Tries to make it a little bit more lighthearted. Yeah, because it's it is a serious subject. But if you don't make it lighthearted, it, it's hard to get through. And you know, my favorite kind of joke was, and I'll see if it works on you. E, I said, no pressure, know, no, no pressure. pressure. <laughs> so here's it was a really it was a really minor joke. I got I I. I um, I said, you know, some people, uh, when they're born, they have, you know, it's uh, the chemical imbalance is already there. Sometimes people develop it, you know, over time, they develop it as children, as adults, adults who have been fine their entire life can develop depression. You know, it happens. Um, so, or, or sometimes it's, it's something from birth. So I, I just said, like, you know, the bottom line about depression is maybe we're born with it. Maybe it's Maybelline. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> <laughs> there was a family in the front of this panel. They clapped when I said that. <laughs> I was like, oh, thank you. Thank you. All right. I like you guys. You guys are awesome. So, I don't know. That was my joke. I, I thought it was a pretty good joke. And it, it really lightened the mood because we're talking about like this really heavy stuff. And, and now we're talking. And I'm like, that's an old campaign. No one's going to remember that. And apparently people did. So. More power to him. Um, anyway, it's still going, right? Maybelline. I, I don't. You you would use makeup. I don't use makeup enough to know. Maybe it's I, Maybelline. Oh, yeah, I guess. So. Yeah. So yes, you you know the you know the jingle, so it must still be a thing. <laughs> but uh, yeah, go check it out at uh, no noordinarynerd.com. I believe the video is up. But uh, it it was it's always fun. Um, even though it's about deep and heavy stuff. It's always fun because we connect with the audience. People can't, it's humbling for the, I've, I've done this panel three times. This is the first time I had mm-hmm. a line of people waiting to talk to me. Like I literally had a line of five people just like waiting their turn to, to talk to me about what I, what I said on, on the panel. I was like, geez. Wow. <laughs> I was like, I didn't realize I said anything that important, but apparently I, you know, I touched some people. Not yeah. Enough. Well, lots of people go through it and they don't know if there's someone they can talk to about it or, someone they can relate to. And it also helps if that person is really involved in nerd culture or, mm-hmm. um, you know, maybe introverted also. Yeah. I, 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 so yeah. you don't know, you know, it's probably not something that a lot of people can talk to about other 
uh, with other people that they're close to? I I don't. I, I try not to. I mean, there are exceptions to the rule. Like, like I said, there's a couple people. There's there's exactly two people who I actually share what I information feel with. with. Yeah. So I, I'm sorry to those people ahead of time. Uh, one of them is is really <laughs> pushing their luck though, um, because he's just he, he's he's not understanding. <laughs> I'm like, dude, you've been through what I've been through. Relax. <laughs> Come on. <now. laughs> you know what I'm doing. You know what I'm going through. Just stop with the jokes for a second, please. But he's a funny guy, and I really appreciate that he tries to make me laugh. But yeah, it's probably just to make you laugh so you feel better. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, it's just like I just need him serious for like two seconds, and then he can make me laugh otherwise. But just be too serious <laughs> for two seconds. I'm trying to tell you something. Um, everything. Oh man. Anyway. Uh, but yeah, it, it's, it's a panel that we will continue to do, um, indefinitely. Uh, we've been invited to a couple of, um, conventions. I, I, I can't go to all of them, but I really, my goal is to be in every single one of these, um, panels. Mm-hmm. Um, because the, gr- when is the next one? The next one might be in October, late October. Um, I'm not, I, I don't know where, I mean, I know where it'll be, but we haven't gotten confirmation yet whether we're there or not. So I'm not going to mention it quite yet. But, okay. But at the end of October, if it, if it goes through, I'll mention it in the next episode so you can check it out. Um, and maybe you'll get something out of it. But yeah, good crowd, a, a nice, hefty crowd. It was really, really cool to see that people come in and really get involved and really interact with us when it comes to mental health. It's really important to talk about that stuff. Anyway. Yeah. So there you go. That's my thing. Um, a little heavy, but it was a lot of fun. What about you, E? What are you up to? What are you into? Um, nothing that important. <laughs> I don't, I, I, nothing like helping people in need or anything. I, uh, <laughs> yeah, okay. I, I mean, uh, I mean, we're doing a thing. I don't know. I feel weird, like saying, "Yeah, we're doing something important." I mean, I guess it is. It's just it's, well, it it's, is. It's weird. It's weird. Yeah. Okay. I'll. I mean, I'll, I'll take it. If you could help just one person, it would be important. Yeah. No, that's true. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. But uh, anyway, well, so even though it's not yeah, important, so I'm I'm reading a book. Yeah. Yeah. So so uh, we mentioned this before. Apart from our, <laughs> well, you okay? You, uh, I'm just saying you eat, you you devour books like most people devour air. You know, you just like, all right, next book, <laughs> all right, next book. It's amazing. I, I envy you because I I don't re- I want to read more. I just don't have the kind of time and energy. But we'll discuss that for another time. Yeah, um, I read. I finished our book club book. <sighs> Uh, that we're supposed to talk about, yeah, like every two or three chapters, yeah. Um, so we're still gonna do that, uh-huh, but yeah, I'm just yeah. gonna have to like review it again. But um, yeah, I'm reading another book right now. It's called Scythe, mm-hmm. and it's like a um, young adult fantasy set in the future, Ooh, where nice. uh, we conquer death oh. as a human human society we've conquered death mm-hmm. um and instead of um everyone dying naturally mm-hmm. we have people who get um who act as like the arbiters of death wow and they they <laughs> um they select people oh i don't like to that to kill oh i don't like that how do they select them um they do it statistically so if before we solve the problem with the death, 
um, there were people, a certain amount of people who died in car crashes every year. Mm. And um, a certain amount of people were of a certain age. They would aim for that age group. So they try and do it, break it down like how oh. it would have been beforehand. So you, do you age? Do you actually? Um, you age, but because of you can regenerate so you can change your age um over and over and in the book it seems like people can um die or get eaten by animals or even even like kill themselves and they get regenerated wow Wow. so you're not allowed to they won't let you die unless 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 it's the person um like the i forget what they call them but they sort of have like that grim reaper. They have to wear like a cloak. <laughs> well, scythe, yeah, that makes sense. <clears throat> yeah, that's what they. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I but I just forget what they call them in the book. But they, unless that person kills you, then you're not allowed to die. So I, I think they're called ring wraiths. I think that's what they're called. That's only in Lord of the Rings, right? <laughs> yeah, <it is. laughs> uh, they're dementors, right? They're dementors, right? 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 Demento. <clears throat> yeah. Right. <laughs> Um, yeah, that, that sounds, I, I love the concept of, um, living forever. I, I kind of wish I could, um, live forever. Despite the fact that I just mentioned that I tried to kill myself, like, I'd like to actually <laughs> live forever. Um, I would, I would totally love to live forever. Um, I would love to be 21 for the rest of my life. That'd be cool. 21? Cause you're, what else do you need after age 21? Like you've hit the milestone. Like what else is there? You can't freaking rent a car, dude. Oh. <laughs> Good luck traveling. Uh, Uber. <laughs> taxis. Uber everywhere. <laughs> Uber and taxis. Uber, Uber and taxis. Uh, you're right. I guess, okay, 25 then, I guess. Fine, 25. So that I'm, it, well, they would adjust. If every, if, if, if everyone can do it, they would adjust it so that, you know, the age of, the age you can rent a car. I love that's where you went to. Oh, you can't rent a car. <laughs> it's like, okay. That's like the least of my problems is the fact that I can't rent a car. Well, you can rent a car. It's just at a higher premium. That's oh, that the was the pre- <laughs> You are, I, you are amazing. You're the best. You're the best. You actually are thinking so deep into <laughs> this one problem. Uh, I'm glad I didn't say 18 because you would have really just just railed on me. Like, you can't drink. You can't do this. I'm like, all right, lady, all right, relax. E, it's okay. Anyway, I would be okay. Twenty five. I'd be twenty. <clears throat> just yeah. Uh, I mean, you're still young. Yeah, uh, I'm young now. What are you talking about? I'm young. Um, I just feel old. <laughs> but there you go. So, uh, so, how how far into the book are you? Um, I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm at. I'm. I think I'm on like chapter five or four or five. Okay, so you're fairly you're fairly early on. Yeah, fairly recent. I'm just getting the feel of the world mm-hmm. that they're in. Met like a couple main characters. Mm-hmm. Well, I know. But, yeah. Yeah. So it's set in that world, and I guess it's two young adult characters who um, are training. They got chosen to train with um, one of those people. They don't really want the job, though. They hate the idea. Uh, well. I would too. I, I don't want to be the, the guy who kills people. That sucks. I want to be the guy. Who- yeah, but the the only cool thing about it is is that they get um, immunity, and their families get immunity as long as they're like the Grim Reaper type person. Ugh, so you have to murder people, and then you guys are safe. You, your whole family's safe, and yeah. um, if you you know how you can like regenerate, so it's just as long as you keep that position, you could do it forever indefinitely. Yeah, and your whole family's safe. 
I mean, I guess, I guess. And then you also get privileges like um, when you go out places to eat, no one charges you anything. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. You basically get like tons of free gifts because people think that um, by giving you stuff that there's less chance of them getting killed. Yeah. No, I I appreciate that. Um, Wow. That's crazy. That is really crazy. All right, then. Well, there you go. Yep. Uh, it's pretty interesting so far. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully, I want to finish it soon because it's really interesting. I want to figure out like who's going to get chosen. And- well, you'll have to tell me how it ends because that sounds interesting. Not mm-hmm. going to be in the book club, but uh, it sounds interesting. No, 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 it won't be in the book club because I'm already reading it. The whole deal with the book club was to be something that we both haven't read. Yeah, but now you've read and I'm like still at chapter five. Six. Um, oh, um, are you really still at chapter six? I I, I wasn't going to read until we finished this episode. <laughs> Not this one, but I mean the episode. In there, we'll talk the about it later. Episode. We'll talk about it later. This is <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so there's that. There you go. All right. Well, let's move on to the next corner. Um, I'm not giving street names uh, like I normally do, but we're at a corner that's nice and creepy and dark. There are mm-hmm. lanterns that are flickering, and it has a little song that goes. Let's see if it actually plays. I don't know, but it goes a little like this. It's creepy. Oh, very creepy. One, two. Ah, ah, ah. Three. <laughs> ah, ah. <clears throat> so... <laughs> I think every time we're just going to have to go to the count. And so here we are. We are at Creepy Corner, um, our favorite corner to freak us out and to make sure that E doesn't get any sleep. I don't fall asleep. (laughs) We make sure she stays up till five o'clock in the morning. So she knows how I feel. Anyway. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So uh, what do you have? What? What? What legend or um, folklore or factual information are you going to give us about your neck of the woods? Mm, Okay, so tonight I thought I'd talk about just family, deaths in the family. And um, for me, it's like very uh, traditional. I don't know about you because like you've said, you you were raised in in the mainland and you didn't have very much – to do with uh, Filipino culture, really? No, no. I mean, here's the thing. Um, obviously, like, my family are from the Philippines. Uh, oh, good. Well, I'm glad we're talking Asian again because we didn't – it's been a while. Yeah, we didn't fit in yeah. Pinoy power anywhere. No. no it's Ahoy Pinoy. Not Ahoy Pinoy power. Yeah, but it is Pinoy power. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, but I, I mean, they have, they held, you know, my, my, my family are Catholic. They, they are very heavy, heavily Catholic. They have, Catholic. Catholic, <laughs> they have shrines. Like I remember seeing shrines, um, to saints or whoever, or Joseph, I guess. And Mary would have their own shrine and stuff in the house. And I've had to carry holy water in my car and I've had to carry holy water in my room. You know, I have to have the rosary somewhere hidden somewhere in the, in the car, in the room to protect me, things like that. So I get it. I mean, I understand like mm-hmm. religious Filipino traditions, but you're going to tell us a little bit more of maybe, uh, not so, maybe not even Catholic type traditions, but more, um, um, uh, actual cultural traditions. I'm, I'm thinking. Um, yeah. Um, I'm not a hundred percent sure if this is how they do it in the Philippines, but um, 
for local Filipinos, it seems to be the tradition to leave everything untouched for a whole year after someone passes away. Oh, okay, okay. So you leave their whole entire house completely untouched. You don't change anything. No, we don't do until, that. Until, huh? We don't do that. You don't do that. No. <laughs> when my when my grandmother died, uh, we distributed everything shortly afterwards. Like I think like a month afterwards. So yeah. So wait a whole year, mm-hmm. and then every year you have like a one year anniversary or two year anniversary, and you have like mm-hmm. some kind of get together. Mm-hmm. But um, a lot of times people believe that the family member comes back for a short period of time Hmm. after they've passed, maybe for like a couple months. And there are times where people will smell them or hear them or sometimes even see them. Or um, they also believe that if you see a, a giant moth at the funeral or around when you're having like family get togethers, that that's the person who's passed away. Just hanging out. <laughs> chilling as a moth. Yeah, just chilling. But yeah, there are lots of stories in my family of um, people coming back and you have to tell them like, oh, you have to go. There's nothing for you here. Or, um, you know, try not to engage with them, I guess. Mm-hmm. Tell them to leave. Mm-hmm. And there was one time, this is not uh, somebody that I knew personally. This is just a story that people in my family would tell. Okay. Um, there was like a, a man who was part of the family. I just don't know how he's directly related to me because it was like older generation, but um, his wife passed away and he was very dependent on her for like food. It was like old style. Like she would do all like the housework and the cooking and cleaning and everything. And um, he had a hard time sleeping for a while because every single night there would be like pots and pans moving around and, um, it went on for a while, I guess, because he was like comforted in the fact knowing that she was still kind of there. Yeah, sure. But then, you know, he had to like eventually tell her to leave. But it was just creepy to me that like you're keeping somebody around that long, like their spirit and not saying anything to them. They're just like still doing their same routine, you know, like, oh, I'm going to cook dinner and I'm going to like clean up later. <laughs> it's just I get it. It's, uh, you know, it's like the notebook. You know, it's two, it's two people who relied on each other for a very long time. And then at True. the end, they die together. It's kind of romantic, you know? Yeah. I, I get it. But in a, a ghostly way. <laughs> yeah. I'm super spooked, though. Like, I'm talking about this, and I'm thinking, like, dude, my family members who passed away are going to, like, come to me tonight and tell me to stop talking crap. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're not talking crap. You're just, you know, you're just sharing a story. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, it's kind of creepy um they also have this thing i don't know if you've ever been to like a traditional filipino um like wake type thing oh yeah yeah sure i've had plenty of relatives die uh have you ever had the experience where somebody channels that person Uh, i don't think that again uh, the the catholicism prevents that i think (laughs) like we don't well i mean we're christian but that's true I don't know. Um, I, I don't think I don't remember anyone doing the channeling. I I, I remember like I had uh, my great aunt, uh, my my grandmother's sister. Her husband died, and mm-hmm. I was I think like eight or nine years old or whatever. But I do remember this vividly, where everyone kind of there was a shrine to him. You know, there was this picture. There was like candles. There was like gold 
or whatever around the Yeah, and food. People place food there. But we all knelt in front of this picture of him. And I think he had his ashes. I don't know if it was his ashes or something of his was there as well. Right. We all kind of, you know, we all kind of prayed to this person. Not not prayed to them, but like prayed for their soul and, you know, like. For their soul. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so we, we did that, um, but that was the most ritualistic thing we did. Nobody. But saw that was it. for old, old style. That was for your great, great aunt or something, right? Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that that because I don't think anyone younger is doing that kind of stuff anymore. No, uh, no, no, not even a little bit. Um, but no one young has died. Um, all, I mean, all of my thankfully, grand- yeah. yeah. Oh, definitely, totally. I mean, a lot of, I mean, all the old relatives of, like, all the grandparents, like, I have no grandparents anymore of any type alive anymore. Um, but she, he was the last time we did that ritual. When my immediate grandparents died, we didn't do anything like that. We didn't do anything like that. We went to, the- I think it's because they don't pass it on. You know, they don't share that kind of stuff. Yeah. We, yeah. Yeah. I think that's the case. Like, we don't. Those traditions are dying off because it's not – you're right. It's not something that's being shared with anybody, mm-hmm. at least that I know of. Um, but, yeah. I mean, very traditional. But, yeah, the channeling is kind of creepy <laughs> because there's times where they will um, – while everyone's mourning, they'll um, place like a blanket over someone's head. Oh, sure. And then that person will channel the person who's passed on. Mm-hmm. And share a message in their name. And it's really weird because sometimes it sounds like the person. Mm -hmm. And it's like um, one time it was when my great-grandfather passed away. Mm -hmm. My grandmother did it and she sounded just like him. Uh, Sure. But she wasn't like sharing anything creepy or evil or anything. <laughs> why do you think evil? Like, <laughs> wow. Was your great-grandfather evil? Is that why you think that you would say something evil? Like, oh my well, God. Well, because, I mean, if someone can, like, if you believe in that kind of stuff and, like, you get, quote-unquote, possessed, you know, like, by the yeah. spirit, then it's sort of like an evil thing. No, no, no. I, I think I think possession can happen, like, if it existed, <laughs> Again, I'm not. Yeah, I'm a skeptic. Yeah, if you're it a skeptic, existed, but... I would think. I think that's why it bothers me a little bit because it's like, why do you think it's only evil? It, I think good and evil should be able to kind of go through whatever the, you know equally. Yeah. Know? Well. Um. Yeah. Well, he shared a message about how he wanted his family to like keep staying in 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 the faith of like Christianity and mm-hmm. um you know stick together and love each other and stuff like that, but. It was just weird because it was in someone else's voice and or his voice coming through somebody else's body, and she had like a sheet over her head. Yeah, I, I've never seen that ever. Like that's the that would creep me out. Like that would genuinely, yeah. <laughs> You'd be like, I'm out. I'm, I'm gonna go. Yeah, that's worse than the Ouija board incident. Like that's way worse. Than the <laughs> oh my gosh. Don't bring it up. I'm seriously not going to sleep tonight. I'm going to freaking finish that book. Yeah. Well, <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, anyway. Yeah. No. I. I. I don't. We don't do anything like that. Um, though the funny thing is, you know, you, you mentioned kind of the spirit thing. Um, when my grandparents died, mm-hmm. and they all died at different years, but like I refuse to like. 
I refused to like do certain things because I thought, oh, they're looking down at me doing like weird stuff. I don't think I'll ever do weird stuff ever again because they're just wherever they are. Watching. Yeah, they're just watching me like do stuff. And that's weird. <laughs> like that freaked me out. And I felt that way for a very long time um, after they died. Each time I would, that thought would revisit my head and like, oh my God, my grandpa's watching me like in the bathroom, like taking a dump. <laughs> you know, like, that's really weird. Cause can, I'm pretty sure if there is an afterlife, they have other things to do. I know, but just the, the, they have the potential to do that. You know what I mean? Like, you're not freaking just watching you take a dump for real. Like, yeah, well, I'm just saying, like, you know, they, they take a break from, like, playing, you know, playing <laughs> badminton and they look over and it's like, oh, oh. <laughs> let's check, let's check on my family real fast. Yeah, well, cause I, you know, at the time I had, I was in a relationship. I'm like, I don't think we should ever have sex again because they're watching us. <laughs> 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 and and judging us and telling us how we're doing it wrong <laughs> or whatever. That's you're not doing it right, dude. You get <laughs> Yeah, exactly. It's like someone's gonna possess like this clock and tell us like, hey, um you're not you're not doing it right. Do it this way. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> so yeah, you know, I wasn't creeped out, but I was really self conscious about the things that I did. For a while, for a at while. least for a while. Oh yeah, for a while. And then you just forget over time, obviously. But um Yeah, that, that <laughs> Yeah, that was that was my life for like a little while. <laughs> um so for you know, um for me uh again i I didn't experience a lot of creepiness um but I knew a lot of people who have, and the creepy stuff often resided in a home it was always connected to a home, so someone's house right so someone's house was always it was like the house is haunted it's not like I'm haunted or this person's haunted. it's very rare for someone to be haunted right but um sometimes you kind of think maybe it's the case. And in this particular story, uh, this actually did happen. Uh, it was a, a, a young, it, it was, it happened to someone I knew, young female, uh, well, young female at the time, adult female now. <laughs> young female addicted to retail. <laughs> <Jesus. Yes. Yeah. laughs> uh, go on. No, <laughs> uh, no, no. Um, so sometimes you think, like, especially if there's children and other children in the house, like babies or whatever, sometimes you can mistake sounds that you hear for other people, you know? Oh, I hear talking in the hallway. Oh, that must be my dad. Oh, I hear crying in the other room. That must be my baby, whatever, you know, sibling. In this case, mm-hmm. it was neither. It's, it's That's middle, creepy. It's the I'm middle scared. Of the night. It's the middle of the night. It was... um. I guess she was a light sleeper or something, but she heard. <laughs> e is uh, showing me her creepy face, <laughs> her creeped out face. Uh, it's the middle of the night. She hears these little padded footsteps. Oh, and, dude, I'm spooked. And a young voice. Now, now she was half awake, half asleep. So, dude, I don't like anything with kids in it because it's like hella creepy. You know, like in scary movies where they make kids sing like children's songs in a creepy voice. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I know, I know. So, uh, there's a, there was a video game I used to play on the PlayStation 2 called Fatal Frame. And Fatal Frame was based in Japan, and your only weapon was a camera. So you had to look through the camera, and you would take I pictures. I think I've watched people play this online. Oh, I I couldn't sleep. 
I couldn't play the game in the dark and I couldn't sleep because, you know, there'd be children laughing in the game and running through the hallways. And then you turn around and there's like a ghost enemy like attacking you. It's, it was creepy. Like it was genuinely creepy and I couldn't sleep. It, it freaked me out. Uh, but it was a video game. In this case, it was a, you know, it was a person experiencing padded feet. Real and, life. And a little girl calling out for somebody. And at first she thought she was asleep. She was dreaming it. Whatever. Well, little did she know that by the time that the little girl was done calling out, the entire family made their way into the hallway looking for the source of the voice. And they found absolutely nothing. Now, this happened a few times. And it involved more asking. Sometimes there was crying. But it happened over the span of a few months. Finally, they somehow appeased the 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 entity or the ghost or the spirit or whatever their imagination maybe <laughs> um they appeased it by uh i don't remember how they appeased it actually i just know that they did i think it had to deal with the baby too i think it had to, i think they were i think the little girl was calling out for a younger sibling um but uh the remnant of the the the, the story ended i don't believe this person but I, if it's true, I would never sleep again. But they were so yeah, like I'm not gonna do. So they were tiled. So the, so the 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 floors were tiled, and nope. the last time I'm that scared. the last time they heard, the very last time they ever heard the 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 little girl calling out for this kid or whatever, they never saw it. They never actually saw the kid, the the little girl. Uh, but they did see what they said was a pair of like was condensation footprints on the freaking tiles, and I'm like, whatever, that didn't happen. <laughs> there were no like, oh my god, like, if I hear anything tonight, I'm gonna blame you. That's cool. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. But, I'm like hella paranoid now that like I'm gonna hear something like running down. No, it was it was walking. It was just walking. the hallway. Yeah, it was just. Stop. Are you there? Are you there? Like, it was just like that. Like, you know. Ugh, I'm not going to be able to, like, use the bathroom in the middle of the night <laughs> without turning on all the lights. Oh, my favorite, my favorite ghost story was, like, this person who said, oh, yeah, we lived in a house where the toilet would just flush every, like, randomly every day. No, like, creaky noises, no booze, no nothing. It was just the toilet would flush. Have you ever heard of a ghost story where the person was like, boo? Well, okay, maybe not that. <laughs> but there was no talking. There was no, like, <laughs> there was no, like, <laughs> rustling of paper or, like, whatever. Like, there wasn't any weird, you know, creepiness. It was just there was a bathroom that had a toilet that would randomly flush. <laughs> I was like, well, I guess the worst thing that happens is, you, you know, your water bill goes up. But seriously, that's the yeah, ghost story. Your ghost story it. is your ghost story is the toilet flushed randomly in the middle of the night, or th- actually, it was throughout the day, just throughout the day in the middle of the night. It's like, I guess that's scary. Uh, that's scary, just because normally it doesn't happen during the day. It normally happens at night. No, it happened all day. It happened during the day. It happened at night. It would just randomly flush. It would never flush when someone was in there. It only flushed when someone was not in there. And like, it's a pretty weird surprise twist ending. There's they have an automatic toilet. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> it was just broken. Um, <laughs> this is a weird question. I'm going to ask you it anyway. Have you ever used a bidet? That's so random. But yeah, well, we're talking about toilets, so I figured I wanted to ask. Does it really work as advertised? Does it really clean your bum like properly? <laughs> I feel like it I just, liked like, it. 
Just because, okay, I used it while I was in Japan, and they have it built into the toilet oh, already. Oh, yeah, but I hear Japan toilets are, like, amazing. <laughs> they are. I've, they're the cleanest bathrooms I've ever been to um, anywhere in any country. Public bathrooms are, like, completely immaculate. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes, like, if you're flying on a Japanese airline, mm-hmm. after you use the restroom, they'll go, an attendant will go in there and clean the bathroom and before wow. the next person can go in. That's service. That's amazing. But I love their bathrooms because they have, like, sound machines. Like, you can wave your hand over it and it'll play, like, ambient <laughs> noise just in case you're, like, one of those people who are shy and you can't use the bathroom if someone's there or anyone's near you. Mm-hmm. Or you don't like people having the chance of hearing you or whatever. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. I understand. I understand. And then they also have like natural, like not natural, but like automatic seat warmers. Oh, yeah. 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 So like it's really good during like winter time. Sure. And then they have um, um, like the bidet feature mm-hmm. where you press the button and um, like it cleans down there. It's like amazing. <laughs> I was so scared of using it at first. The first time I went to Japan, I did not use it because I was like, oh, that's kind of weird. Um, I'm going to like get shocked and I'm not, I'm going to hate it. Yeah. But um, the second time I went, I was, I was like in a, um, like just this, a country, I was somewhere in the country. So it was like, there wasn't tons of people waiting in line. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, I'm like just on my own. I can like take my time and see if I like it or not. Mm-hmm. So I <laughs> I tried it and I was like I don't know why I haven't been doing this the whole time. Like it makes you feel very clean. Can okay. Can I can I give you a story? It's sort of like taking a bath um <laughs> after you use the bathroom. That's awesome. <laughs> I I would love that. Yeah. I would love that toilet. I would love that toilet. Um No, the, here's the here's the exact opposite. An island just south of Japan called the Philippines. Uh on the streets of right outside the airport, I'm looking at these, these pink kind of, they look like phone booths, you know, these pink phone booths. I'm like, that's weird. They're just kind of randomly strewn across the sidewalk. Like, what are they for? Well, they're urinals and you just go up, I guess dudes just go up and they just pee on the, and it just goes on the floor. It doesn't like it goes anywhere. It just goes on like a little drain underneath the underneath the pink thing I'm like this is the grossest thing i've ever seen that is so gross oh my god that's really gross but apparently they just have like these <laughs> these like pink or peachish looking uh phone booth places where you just like hey if you gotta go you gotta go and you pee on these things it's what like, about this. for women i didn't see anything for women so maybe they just pop a squat in the, in the little phone booth and just take care of business. Oh, that's another experience in Japan is like using the squat toilets. Oh, I've seen those. Yeah, I've seen pictures of those. I'm like, that's that's weird. They're actually really good. Like, it feels like way more comfortable like peeing like that for some reason. Well, because your body, yeah. Well, you're 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 contorting your body. Hey, here's toilet talk here on <laughs> Introverts. <laughs> I, I didn't know we had like a toilet corner, but okay. Uh, I guess we're just gonna do a toilet corner anyway. Um. But yeah, uh, and none of this, none of this is creepy. So I'm going to turn off the creepy music because none of this is creepy. <laughs> uh, ooh, the creepy toilet. Um, yeah. So uh, no, no, no. I, I, I've seen those, and I, I'm. I think for dudes, it's obviously easy because we just stand. But you're right. I think it's just your body contorts in a way that's like easy out. You know. So there you go. Yeah. Um. 
Uh, that, so yeah, so uh, creepy toilets. Uh, let them flush for you. Uh, hopefully, there's a yeah oh, oh, oh. automatic toilets in your house. You're completely unaware of. Hopefully, uh, it doesn't have an equipped bidet. Otherwise, your floors will just be wet from. <laughs> uh, anyway, so there you go. All right, here we go. Um, what's our next corner? We have, uh, I guess it's quiz corner, right? Yep. All right, so here we go. I'm going to actually quiz you on something completely different because uh, the bachata music stuff. There's actually not a lot when it comes to qu- like information I can quiz you on because uh-huh. it's mostly just. You know, it's mostly just like, well, where did it originate from? And like, Dominican Republic. Yeah. But that's it. Like, what other questions are there? You know, like, they don't really, you know, I mean, I guess there's the names for the different moves, but I like, that's okay. So, what we're going to do anyway, instead, uh, because I know you're a Lord of the Rings fan, we're going to do a Lord of the Rings quiz. So, are you ready for your Lord of the Rings quiz? Are you probably going to fail miserably, but yeah. All right. So, this is a BuzzFeed um, quiz. So we can. So Ooh. this will be um, tallied at the end, and we will okay, know okay. whether or not all of those hours you get a point. <laughs> yeah, whether you get a point, or whether all those hours of watching, because I watch almost yearly. I didn't do it last year, but the uh, entire eleven hours of the extended version of the Lord of the Rings tr- uh, trilogy. Mm-hmm. So one day someone will watch it with me. Somebody wants to watch it with me. All right. What are the Durins <laughs> for? What are Durins folk more commonly known as? Your, your choices. choices. Yeah. Hobbits from outside the Shire, dwarves, forest elves, or great eagles. I don't know. You have to pick something. Okay. Repeat the question. All right. <laughs> this is working. <laughs> this is going very smoothly. What are Durins folk more commonly known as? Durin, D-U-R-I-N, not the Durian, which is the smelly fruit. <laughs> what are okay. Durin's folk more commonly known as? Hobbits from outside the Shire, dwarves, forest elves, or great eagles? <laughs> dwarves. You are correct. The Durins, the Durins folk, referred to the clans of dwarves that once inhabited Misty Mountains. <laughs> Uh, most dwarfish clans can trace their backline to Durin's folk. Okay. What was the bridge of Khazad-dûm? Is it the bridge over the Brandywine River? Marking the end of the Shire? The mystical the mythical gateway between uh, Middle-earth and Valinor, the land of the gods? The name of the broken sword before it was forged as the legendary Andril? Or the bridge inside the great gates of Moria where Gandalf faced the Balrog? <laughs> He can't laugh. <laughs> Why are you laughing? <laughs> um, this is a serious question. What was the bridge of Khazad Doom? <laughs> I don't know. All right, I will go over these ones. See, the, the the real fans here are like, oh my god, it's this. Uh, the- I'm picking <laughs> the bridge over the Brandywine River, making the end. Uh, no, the end of the it's not that. The mythical gateway between Middle Earth and Valinor, the land of the gods. The name okay. of the broken sword before it was reforged as the legendary Andoril, or the bridge inside no. the great gates of Moria where Gandalf faced the Balrog. That one? <laughs> the, the last one? Yeah, that one. You are correct. It is the, the bridge inside the great gates of Moria <laughs> where Gandalf faced the Balrog, where he said the famous words, you shall not... Shall not pass. Yes, in that, in that accent. 
You, you shall not pass a go. You shall not collect two hundred dollars. Um, what kind of creatures are the spawn of un? Oh God, I don't know this one. Ungoliant. Are they the hill giants, the urukai, the giant spiders, or the flying fell beasts? These are the uh, creatures who are the spawn of ungoliant hill giants, urukai, giant spiders, or flying fell beasts. <laughs> mm, um. Yep. <laughs> yep. Oh, that one. That one. All right. <laughs> you know. You know. I I, I do know. I, I do um, know. Okay. So not. One or two. Okay. Ungallant. Um, ungallant or ungallant? I don't know. You ungallant. Might be, you, might, you might say it better. It's U-N-G-O-L-I-A-N-T. Hmm. So not so you have giant spiders or fell beasts. So giant spiders. Speedress. Speedress. I don't know what that is. <laughs> no, no. That Arach- is. Uh, arachnids. Arachnids. All right. Let's go ahead and check. Yeah, you are right. It is the giant spiders. Um, they were the ones that um, were giant and spidery. And then spidery. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. That's about right. Well, we're, we have a long ways to go, so we better answer these a little faster. <laughs> okay, okay. Quickly. Come on. All right. Here we go. Speed round. There's speed a, round. This is, this is 20 questions. We're only on question number four. Damn. What the hell? Why didn't you choose one that was like freaking five questions? Because this is BuzzFeed, and apparently it thinks it, it really wants to gut you. All right. Which of these is not a public inn in Middle Earth? Earth, the old guest house, the green dragon, the prancing pony, or the southern star? Southern star? No, uh, wait. Prancing yeah. pony. Oh, oh, you should have stuck with your first one. Wait. Well, you're too late now. You already said you should have. The prancing <laughs> pony is wrong. It is the southern star, which is a variety of pipe weed grown in the Shire. It's weed. Um, so that's okay. You only you have. That's why they love to eat so much, dude. Exactly. Second breakfast. Who participated in the Battle of Isengard? Is it Saruman's forces versus King Theoden's Rormir? Saruman's forces, a Saruman's forces versus the ants. Um, orcs of Dol Guldar versus the Goldmurim of Lotharian. These are hard to say. And the forces of the Dark Lord Sauron versus the forces of Gondor. This is the Battle of Isengard. I actually remember the, the Battle of Isengard. Um, Isn't was, the Ents? It is the Ents, correct. The Battle of Isengard is also called the Destruction of Isengard because the Ents really messed that joint up. I BuzzFeed, I hate you. Please stop. <laughs> um, oh, here's one. Which of these weapons was not found in the Troll's Cave? The Orcish, Orcist, the Goblin Cleaver, Glamdring, the Foe Hammer, Sting or Angrists? Do you hear? Do you hear the uh, the little girl? Shut up! <laughs> I thought I saw a fly fly past me out of the corner of my eye. Oh gosh, I'm so scared, dude! Like I can see my hallway out of the corner of my eye. I'm scared. I'm gonna see something walking over there. Well, we'll only do a couple more. We'll only do like two more, and then and then. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, so last orc- one. Orc- yeah, Angris. Yes, Angris is not a thing. Uh, but uh, it was an ancient sword forged by the Takar of Nongrod, and it was used, pried on the blah blah blah. Drakkar Noir. Drakkar. Uh. <laughs> oh man. Um. What was that song from Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt? I can't remember. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Drakkar Noir. <laughs> 
and then he's like, <laughs> Pinot Noir. I thought that was the song. I thought it was Pinot Noir. I thought Pinot Noir was the yeah, song. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. But then he said like Jacar Noir in a part, and he was just like saying anything that rhymed with Pinot Noir. Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Aladdin's Jafar. Um. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Rental car. Um, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> That uh, was when um, he used um, Kimmy's uh, boss's house, right? Yes, yes, yes. And <laughs> yeah. she, he did. He did his own little music video with the help. His of His music the, video. Yeah. <laughs> um, I still haven't seen season three yet, but uh, I hear it's good. Um, who was oh who was Slanor? This is the last one because I'm tired of saying these names. Who was Slanor <laughs> Gardner, also known as Eleanor the Fair? Is it the daughter of Samwise Gamgee and Rosie Cotton? Was it the Queen of Mirkwood and the mother of Legolas, one of the nine humans who was given a ring of power, or the wife of Bard the Bowman of Lake Town? Uh, Samwise's daughter? Which is crazy, because the kid, uh, apparently, apparently Rudy had 12 kids with Rose Cotton. 12 kids. Well, I mean, he was like hella in love with her, though. Yeah. So I, I knew that, though. I knew that they were the kids. Yeah, they were. Yeah. Um, well, uh, you only got one wrong. Which was the which was like not which is the not one that I bad. Didn't stick to. Congratulations, you have a pint. I mean, a point. One point. Yes. Yes. Well done. Um, your your quiz will be uh, next time on Hawaii. I think. I think okay, I don't know what I'm going to quiz you on. Because you did you already you already gave me California, which I thought was yeah fair. California. I thought that was fair. I'll quiz you on um, Sailor Moon. Yeah, it's, a good, it's a good thing I watch. It's a good thing I actually know Sailor Moon, so I'm down. That's for everybody. <laughs> uh, what, 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 did, what made you think of what made you think to choose Sailor Moon? Did I actually mention that I've watched Sailor Moon to you once before? No, because this theme song was playing in my head. Which one? The original? Fighting the, evil oh, the, by <laughs> moonlight. God. When in love by daylight. Oh God! At least she. Well, she never. She is a one named Sailor Moon. Ninika <laughs> Wate. That's the the Bishuju Senshi Sailor Moon. Anyway, I don't know what I'm talking about. I, oh, having watched it religiously since it first came out back in 1995. Um, so let us move on to. Uh, oh, that's it. Actually, that's it. We're done. What'd you guys think? We're finite. We are bien finito. We are done. So if you are, I'll find our podcast fun and enjoyable. Go to iTunes right now and give us a review. Uh, we will read your reviews on the air if you're interested in giving us one. But come on now. This was fun, right? You guys had fun. I had fun. Did you have funny? Yep. Oh, I had a lot of fun. Most deaf. Most deaf. Yeah. We sweeted this one all the way. <laughs> Uh, so go ahead and leave us a review. It is um, Introvert's Guide to the Universe. If you want to email us, universe at gmail.com is the email address. So you can send us whatever you'd like uh, in response. Except to- for DPs. Except for DPs. No DPs, please. <laughs> um, though I know somebody who, who will enjoy it. You know, And if you don't know what DP is, don't look it up. It's, um, <laughs> it's double penetration. Um, no, it's... <laughs> I know I know what you meant. <laughs> I just thought it'd make it more complicated. Anyway, uh um yeah, if you want to get a hold of and that's also the only way to get a hold of Evie. If you want to get a hold of EVP, you need to do the email address. 
So that address again is introverts guide to the universe at gmail.com. I'm at aka the other guy on Twitter. If you found us through iTunes and you want to find more podcasts like our tiniest book club, you can find that at sincere where our first episode on uh, American Gods, American Gods, which she's already finished. Pirate, brother. But that's it. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you for you're not you're not watching. So, but one day maybe you will. Maybe you will see the face of this one over here. Maybe not because I kind of like the fact that she makes funny faces. She wouldn't make as funny faces, I think, if she were alive. Yeah, if other people were watching. Yeah, I don't think she'd make these funny faces. So I'm gonna make it. So you, you'll never see her face. Sorry, guys. Um, but uh, it's hilarious. It's fun to watch. Uh, oh man, I'm just making it worse for you guys. Anyway, uh, next time we'll be doing the show. Um, we only have a couple more episodes before I'm on, before I'm at, before I'm out of town. So, uh, we'll have a couple more episodes and then, uh, yeah, we'll keep going strong. If you have any topics you want us to talk about too, just send us an email as well. And we'll definitely, uh, look into it because we definitely are looking for topics, um, outside of the ones that we have planned for the future. So have a good one. Enjoy your time being introverted or extroverted and, uh, go find out what you are. Yes. That was a little girl opening the door to the room. Shut up. <laughs> Ha <laughs> ha